Welcome back, everyone, to Point of Sale, the show where we break down great retailers and the data and technology, of course, that move their supply chains. And before we get into today's episode, because it's all about AI, so I know all of you are freaking out. It's going to be a good old time. We're going to see some really innovative stuff out there. But first, got to remind everyone that this is a community point of sale, right? We have a weekly newsletter that goes along with this podcast as well. So head over to FreightWaves.com slash POS in order to sign up for that weekly newsletter. It goes out on Monday afternoons. And then you can always join us here live on Wednesdays at two o'clock to, of course, watch the show. If you miss it, no problem, because you can either listen to it on anywhere you can get your uh, podcast, Spotify, Apple, the exact, uh, or you can watch this on YouTube or just head to FreightWaves TV at tv.freightwaves.com or download our app, which would just get you straight to the TV uh, aspect of FreightWaves as well. So uh, you have numerous ways to get this content. There's uh, no reason to miss it. If if you are on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe, of course, so that you get updates when we have new shows and new content dropping as well. So now that we've got all the work that you have to get out of the way as a listener and viewer of our show, I've got a ton of, of really fun stuff to dive into today. We're talking AI in retail. Yes, I know. Everyone, ChatGPT, blah, blah, blah. Listen, uh, the thing I love about AI is it's, it's not brand new. It's been around for a while. It's the reason why your cell phone can tell you what you're going to text next. It's the reason why Google has a really good idea of what you're trying to search when you type in just one word into it, even though sometimes it's a little uh, strange what's come up in the past. But uh, it's it's important to, of course, see how AI can be used in our retail supply chain to gain efficiencies, of course. But in times like these, where it's hard to find consumers to make sure that you are finding those consumers using the various technology that we're going to go over today. So uh, first off, I want to dive into the overall definition of the type of AI we're going to be talking about today, which is generative AI. Now, word for word, here's a good definition for you. It's a type of artificial intelligence that is capable of generating new content or data that resembles or is similar to the training data it has learned from. It's a subset of machine learning. So when you hear ML2, think about this type of stuff that focuses on creating, of course, models that can generate new content rather than simply classifying or predicting data. So the big part I want people to understand about this is maybe those who are fearful of AI, whether it's taking a job or uh, whether it's an Armageddon type of situation that we all need to be, for some reason, fearful of. Generative AI in particular learns from us. So if we don't exist, it doesn't exist. And I think that's super important. It's really great as we dive, especially into the retail side. A lot of the design and the IP, the, the content that we love uh, and the products that we love from retail and the creativity behind that, it still takes this break. But we're going to sh showcase to you through these different areas how you can take this brain and give it a lot more time to do fun stuff like design new clothing for us uh, instead of doing boring stuff like creating descriptions. So and for anyone who just loves creating descriptions out there, my apologies for offending you on that one. <laughs> now, diving into AI and retail in particular, 
retailers have found that if they do invest in AI in different parts of their uh, marketing, supply chain, et cetera, they can actually uh, increase about 14% of their budget. When we talk about shipping costs, we're trying to find areas to, uh, to of course, increase rates or, of course, when that cycle comes back and rates aren't in favor of shippers like they are full on now, uh, that 14% is going to be worth it. And even now when retailers are trying to bring prices down to attract more consumers, right? We want that 14% to be able to give back. So we're going to, to go through about seven actually different ways that AI can automate various tasks for retailers so that we can provide that 14% and hopefully maybe bring some of these prices down in the long run too. Now, the first one I want to talk about is virtual photo shoots. Now, this is used as a uh, as a virtual model for styling and showcasing clothes on men or women of especially different sizes and body types. So, for example, you might have a number of images taken of a piece of clothing on a certain model. Well, using different types of providers of virtual photo shoot software, you can now showcase to a consumer what that might look on them in particular. And let's be honest, there's no actual standard. If you walk out in public, everyone looks different. Everyone's different heights, weights, all that jazz, hair color, all all of it, right? So to be able to showcase to individual consumers, hey, uh, this one, this is what this would look like on you without having to go into the store, gas, money, et cetera, be wasted. Uh, this gives a consumer a really great idea of what they look like. It also saves on cost. Right? You're not going to have to do a photo shoot with tens of different models for every single SKU that you have. And when we talk about fast fashion and check out some past episodes of, on uh, Point of Sale where we dive into uh, the many negative side of fast, fa- fast fashion. But today we're talking positively about it and the fact that in order to kick out that many SKUs to keep up with the trends, you're going to want to find ways to, of course, showcase to your consumer what those types of clothing might look like, but also not waste the time of taking all those images. So different uh, different types of software that you can look into, uh, not the movie, but La La Land, all one word, uh, is a, a big one. Uh, big Think X, Botica, Data Red, Fashionable, and View.ai. Uh, there's also AI tools that can be used just to do simple touch-ups on photos, replace backgrounds, Booth AI, Bria, and Photo Room are a few to name. So you can check those ones out if you're looking to uh, invest in any of those areas as well. Now we're going to dive into 3D product catalogs. Now this stuff is really cool, especially for, I think, nowadays, most of the time, and this, if especially you see this with clothing, right, to be able to spin the model, be able to see what it looks like from all angles. Uh, well, some. I think other items out there, you look at maybe uh, purses or even uh, uh, different types of household goods, right? You might say, well, this looks great at this angle, but what is it? What is the 3D aspect of this look like? Well, there's a number of different vendors, including Curie, 3DFI, Alpha 3D, that can actually take 2D definition and images and quickly convert them. Uh, for online shoppers so that they can see that 3D asset as well. If we can bring up that Curie image really quickly, it's a, I'll explain kind of how the process works. It's, it's very simple. Uh, you have this upload image uh, screen. You go ahead, you upload your image. 
Uh, it will showcase to you how long it's taking for the AI software to construct the 3D image of that uh, individual item, in this case, shoes. Looks like we got some Nikes there. Uh, and once it's done, it'll tell you the cards are really interesting. You can go check out a, uh, a demo of it on YouTube today. And then from there, it'll uh, say, hey, your 3D version is ready. And you can upload that either to your site or you can, if you have a mobile app, like in the last image, you can help uh, allow individual users to see what that item would look on them physically as well. Now, talk about time saving and cost savings. I think this one is one of my favorites. It, it's huge. I mean, uh, from what I can see, especially uh, diving a little bit even deeper into Curie, uh, it's actually can take you from product to market in 80% uh, less time which makes sense. You're not, you're not going to have to hire a 3D uh, graphic designer. Uh, you can easily, I mean, this thing, you could upload 10 images, 10 items, 10 SKUs at a time and get them rendered into 3D assets within a day or so. It's very simple process. And I think, especially when you're trying to get uh, consumers to buy a product, for them to be able to easily see it from all angles is, is really big. So, uh, that one I think is really interesting. And again, the other vendors you can check out are 3DFI, Alpha 3D, that focus on taking those 2D images and turning them to 3D as well. Again, a huge cost savings, I'd say, in those areas, especially when you start diving into the digital uh, 3D artist for that too. Why not just make AI do it? Uh, this one is interesting in particular. And I think one of, uh, when we talk about maybe taking jobs. I could see this one going pretty far. E-commerce product descriptions. Now, there's a survey out there from SalesFi that says 87% of online shoppers rank product descriptions as being an important part of their purchasing decision. Who would have thought? Uh, I guess 87% of us would have. But uh, I think this one is really interesting because when you talk about cleaning up these small tasks out there that don't generate passion from many people. This is one. Now, uh, a big company in particular that actually uh, has jumped into this area is Shopify. In February, they released Shopify Magic. And basically what it does is you could type something like portable table lamp, aluminum, dimmable LED light, minimalist design, soft warm glow. And it would spit out a description along the lines of within its minimalist Liberalist design and dimmable warm glow, our portable LED lamp is the ultimate accessory for any setting, blah, 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 right? And that, I think, is pretty cool. Now, I will say, I think people say, and they see this and they think, uh-oh, uh, web content creators, uh, uh, copywriters, etc. this ain't good. This is like, your main job. Well, one, in order to work properly, this takes me back to my first thought, it does you have to have some knowledge of the product and what you're trying to display. I, I For example, right, we, in this one, we typed in portable table lamp, aluminum, dimmable LED lit. You have to be able to point out the important things that consumers are going to want to see in that description in order to truly make this work. I'm sure if you've played with ChatGPT or anything like that, it's, it's very easy to tell that uh, it's... AI generate. There's a lot of times uh, common phrases said over and over again, uh, very minimalistic words used, and 
areas, uh, things like that, where you can, okay, this is, it's not someone who's went to school and, and focused on this, but it, it learns over time. So I, I think if this one is anything important, at least for me, I think for anyone out there who says, okay, this could take my job. I push against that and say, I think it'll make that part of your job, the writing part easier, but it's going to allow you to reach out more to the consumer and figure out, okay, what type of words do they respond to most, right? That soft, warm glow, is that something that that truly matters to them when they're looking at choosing an LED lamp? It probably is. But it gives you more time to investigate into deeper parts of your job and probably things that you're more passionate about and the role that you're in. Uh, I think that's a huge thing with our generation as well. We want to be able to work and uh, and showcase some of our our skills that is much deeper than basically writing a two to three sentence description of an item. So again, other places you can look for any word, Bertha, Cohere, and Copysmith. Uh, they all are going to help you save time. If anything, I think they're going to help uh, promote and uh, really create some passionate individuals within your copyright team as well. Uh, there's also personalized marketing content. This, I think, is the most common that people can easily use ChatGPT for. Actually, Coca-Cola, for example, use OpenAI's ChatGPT along with Dolly's systems to generate an interesting campaign themselves if we can pull that up, right? So they took uh, an average Coca-Cola can, said, hey, here are the different aspects we'd like to show, and this created this quite easily. I mean, the amount of time it takes to create marketing plans, is, this is going to definitely save time as well. Uh, there's other companies that help with this. Uh, Abyssal, Designs.ai, uh, Flicky, Osmosis, uh, and another interesting one called Recast AI, which I have a really quick video to show you how easy these tools have really gotten, if we could pull that up. Sorry, I got into that music there, but it shows you, I mean, what was that? A second strife that you're able to create that. And it's even cooler if you saw in the, in the colors, like there's a certain color scheme that you want to make sure that you're hitting on. Uh, you can do that all in the app there. And I think, oh man, I, I'm, I myself didn't go to school for marketing. I just started getting into all this with the content creation that we're doing here at Freightways. But I can tell you right now, if that's not a tool that your marketing team would love to play with. I uh, I don't know what it is. So that's, I think, one of my uh, favorite ones to see just how how fast and how uh, simplified this technology is because anyone could use that, which again, opens up your labor pool as well. So multiple, multiple ways to look at uh, how AI can help with your business. Uh, let's also talk about, I think, one that we all see, especially when we look at some of these chatbots out there, is customer service support. Now, this one actually has a huge return, even though it seems pretty simple. Uh, reported 77% faster response time for users that use customer service AI support. Uh, it helps with lower costs per help desk ticket, and they get faster resolution time, right? If, if someone needs help with something they want, it, they're going to need that help now. 
And you don't want that chat box to be sitting there kind of turning and turning. Uh, I, I will say as users of Comcast, I've used Comcast before. It's been any of the same thing, right? Uh, you can even, hey, if you're looking to become a Sonar user, you can head to sonar.freightways.com or our chat box will answer right away for you too. So uh, it shows you how quick, if you have a customer on your site and you want to flip them as quick as possible, that customer service support with a 77% faster response time for users, that's going to pay off. And you're going to want to look at companies called Assembly AI, Forethought, Versato, QuickChat AI, Thinkful, Typewise, and Writer. And if we can actually bring up a Forethought image really quick as well for me, I can show you really quick how this all works, right? You can you can generate these different types of uh, responses. Here you can see t context switching, right? Another question is needed. Uh, it's a positive sentiment, so you know that you're really you're dealing with a positive person right now. Uh, intent, right? It's a transfer to a different agent, so you can prioritize these different types of phrases in order to make sure that these tickets are being answered in a timely fashion as well. So, uh, really interesting stuff there too. Uh, and uh, one of the a couple last ones I want to talk about is, is some of my favorites: virtual fashion design is one in particular I find really, really fascinating. So what you basically can do is use generative AI to turn 2D sketches into digital renderings. It's, it's much like uh, one of the 3D product catalogs, right? Where you already have a product and you're just looking to get a 3D asset of it so you can put it up on your website and have better interaction with your consumers. Now, this one is a before the fact. And this one I think is very important too when we talk about fast fashion. And honestly, we'll get into this here in a second, but the barrier of an entry into becoming a fashion designer. Uh, I don't know how some of the fashion houses will feel about this one, but I think it's pretty cool. Now, it, in general, it could take three to eight months for any style by an artist to actually reach production. That's a long time. The fast fashion, uh, if... <laughs> If Kim K is wearing it now, the, all the girls want to wear it tomorrow. So three to eight months, and we're going to have a, whole, a totally different Kim K, probably in a different marriage by that time. So you need to make sure that you're keeping up to date with the latest fashions. Well, there's vendors called Kala, uh, Eva Engines in particular. And there's a really interesting uh, case study that I wanted to showcase to you with Kala, with a brand called Public Transportation. And shout out to the brand. It's pretty cool. I checked out their site. But check out this video that showcases to you how easy it could be for even someone like yourself to become a fashion designer today. I've been skating for like 10 years now. Straight. Every day. I feel like once you start skating, you get hooked instantly. Nine times out of 10, you're going to eat shit. Yo, the worst thing, though, is when you're skating and you rip your pants. <laughs> I get inspired by the small things. You got to pay attention when you're, like, transitioning. People don't even know they're fresh. It could be, like, a construction worker got the illest double knee pants on. Upload it to the app and keep it pushing. Skateboarding is my sewing machine, and the world is my fabric. You got the city of Atlanta on your back, pretty much. Going from spot to spot, I'm looking for inspiration for the next drop. I tap into a different zone. And when I'm skating down the street, 
I just be cruising. Cruising. With skateboarding, the fashion always stood out to me. It was just like the way people would wear their shit. So nonchalant. When you're piecing together a line in the streets, it's kind of like piecing together an outfit. It's like you're on a runway. When you wear public transportation, you're wearing the streets of Atlanta. When I first started public transportation, I wanted people to feel like they were putting on black box. Oh yeah, they ain't ready for this. Ooh, I'm about to run it up. Oof, lurk mode. Ooh, fire. That raw blue denim with the light stone wash? Double me, because it's durable. Laser engraved, perfect, fine detail. If you skate, you're gonna fall. You just gotta make sure you got on the right clothes. Man, we taking public transportation to the next level. So that right there, it's really fascinating to see that you can just take pictures of your surroundings and things that really inspire you and maybe inspire the, the way that you look at fashion or or want yourself to even be styled and create these wonderful imageries. And like I said, uh, the barrier of entry is is now almost none. If you want to become a fashion designer, you get this app, you go get Stripe, you go get your website going, you can download all of this stuff and you, within hours, less than $500, well, and maybe even go open an LSC, et cetera, you now are an entrepreneur in the fashion industry. And that's like, I just think, absolutely so incredible. For anyone out there is, who says, hey, like in the world of these days and, and with AI technology in particular, I don't know how to follow all my dreams and of, of becoming even a fashion designer. Oh man, uh, the, the sky is the limit now, that's for sure. So I think it's really incredible to see right, how this, this technology could turn into something cool. And there's also other ways that you can uh, use this type of AI to even go shopping today. Uh, for example, if you have the Amazon app, your Amazon purchaser, you can now actually upload any image you want. And uh, I actually went through this and can showcase to you because I'm constantly taking screenshots of stuff. So you can see here, you can upload an image. In seconds, it'll tell you, hey, here's some styles that are just like it. You can go ahead, shop through that, spin through. Uh, pick one that you like, get that ordered. Uh, or if you go back here, I saw, I think I got these amazing shoes as well uh, that I saw the other day on Instagram. Uh, lo love those. Who doesn't love those, right? Pull those up, get it some uh, inspo on how to add that to your wardrobe, right? Uh, and look at all the different people that are serving kind of the same look, right? There's so many different ways. And let's say, you know, you're just inspired by uh, oh, this is, I love these. Oh my God. I love these shoes so much. I'm going to, by the way, I'm going to get these for anyone wondering. Uh, and I think the last but not least is that if you're inspired by your Beyonce background, like I am, right? And you want an outfit that looks like her, right? Tour starts today. There you go. Uh, so there's that right there is that absolutely incredible. You can take a picture of anyone on the street, be able to upload it to Amazon and get your outfit picked up today as well. Uh, so yeah, now you all know what I'm doing in my meantime. Let's just start on Instagram taking that screenshots of, of future outfits. I, I can't wait to wear as well. So all in all, I hope that gives you a good idea of how AI is being used at by retailers today. And then in particular, especially with that virtual fashion design one, how open it is now to do business in this industry, to become a retailer yourself, to become a merchant and to follow your dreams and 
possibly the fashion industry that you would want to join as well. So go check out all of these. Uh, shout out to CB Insights for a lot of help in this research as well. Uh, really appreciate, of course, uh, their detailed reporting on, on these areas too. Before we wrap this up here, I gotta let all of you know, of course, our next event, both virtual and live, is live in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. We're moving up north closer to me. I'm excited for it. It's gonna be the perfect time in the year. Go ahead to live.freightwaves.com so you guys, of course, can sign up today. Uh, we'll be in Cleveland, Ohio for the Future of Supply Chain Summit. You might remember this was our Arkansas event last year. We're bringing it up to wonderful Cleveland, where, of course, you can get all of the amazing content and research and incredible insight that you get every time you attend a Freightways event. I'm very, very excited for this one. We're going to have a really great time. I can't wait to see all the great tech out there for this one as well. Again, head to live.freightways.com to get your tickets today. We'll be doing the radio show actually in Cleveland at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And if you don't watch the radio show, well, catch up, Mustard. Head to Sirius XM. You can catch us every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, and if you miss an episode, you can also get those on demand as well. Uh, the Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking Channel, Channel 146. Uh, tonight, of course, I'll have Mary O'Connell and uh, we'll have truckstop.com with us too. Other than that, everyone, thank you so much for diving into the AI world with me today. And just remember, keep on shopping so we still have a show. I'll see you next week. Bye.